Hello and welcome to the Avocado Social Club, a podcast where we talk about things that come up in our everyday conversations from politics to popular culture. My name's Fraser and I'm from London. And I'm Natalia and I'm from Mexico City. So this week we're doing another live recording episode, so thanks to everyone who's watching, um, as well as thanks to you for, for listening back to this, if you're, you're listening back to it as well. Yeah, we've been doing them on my account, at underscore Natalia Alvin, and on Mexico Clothing's account, at Mexico Clothing, so if we do it again, that's where you can find it. Yeah, so this week we're going to do another topic that's sort of social distancing appropriate, but before that... We wanted to talk a bit about what we've been up to in the massively eventful time that we've had over the last week, Um, (laughs) mostly spent in the same place where we're recording this, which is home. Um, This little studio. So what have have been our highlights of the week? We we bought uh, Ridley's Ridley's? Ridley's. Board, board game compendium, which is like those nicely packaged games, and they have a lot of quizzes and stuff, and we just bought... The board game it has ten board games um, within one little box and yeah. it's really good it's really fun like games that you wouldn't have played since you were a child yeah maybe? so Chinese checkers checkers chess um, like sticks the sticks that you drop and then pick up so we've been playing that mm. <laughs> yeah it's been good and then we've also been like everyone else in the world we've been um, been, play- been meeting people on house party on yeah. the house party app. Which is good fun. Yeah, I've I've played the drawing game, played some quizzes. Yeah, there's a game on there which is a copy of Cards Against Humanity. That's pretty good fun. Oh, is that the Avocado Smash one? Uh, it's what's it called? It's called Guac and Chips. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah. That's Guac good. And chips. That's good. Um, but yeah, the audio quality's not, not always great. amazing. If you want to just chat, it's not the best one. Yeah, not the best for chatting, but good for for games. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I did a, a copywriting talk with Sonder and Tell and YSN. So Sonder and Tell are a company that do copywriting, consulting, and I they were going to hold a physical talk and moved it onto Zoom, uh, which was really good. So if you're into marketing and copywriting, you should follow them on Instagram. Yeah. So films on TV, what are we watching? What do we watch? We watched Rocket Man. That was good. Yeah. Like that. Better than um, better than Bohemian Rhapsody, so that was that's the verdict. That's the verdict. On okay. Yeah, enjoyed that. Because while we were watching it yesterday, I was like, "It's the same thing," <laughs> but it's not. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I I don't know. Um, Sometimes my my sense of humor just is <laughs> lost. not not appreciated. I uh, I watched I binge watched Feel Good, which is a comedy by May Martin, who's a comedian, and. Yeah, so that you can find that internationally on Netflix and in the UK on all four. And it's just like six episodes, I think. And yeah, it's really, really good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, and then um, Shanti, who's watching along, has just mentioned a show which everyone else is watching apart from us. Yeah. What's it? So it's called Tiger King. Why? What? What's the appeal of that? You know more about it than me. I actually don't know what it's about. I think it's about crime and a guy who <laughs> has a tiger, and a murder or right. something. I I don't really know. Apparently, it's partly quite depressing to watch and partly really fun to watch. I haven't I haven't seen it. <laughs> we will. Okay, we we'll have to. We'll have we to might get, back get to on, on it. That one. Yeah, we we'll have to have to go away and use some of our 
valuable free time to, <laughs> to watch Tiger to watch King, some of that. Cool. which is what everyone seems to be doing. Yeah, a lot of like everyone from massive Instagrammers to yeah. our friends has shouted it out. Yeah, oh, here we go. We've got we've got the synopsis. Okay, it's about a gay tiger zoo owner who tried to kill his rival. What's not to love? That's that good. is in the words of Shanti, who is awesome. at Shanti Draws on Instagram. You that's can good. follow her. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we, we know we know now, so that's useful. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of music, a lot of artists have just not been releasing stuff because mm. they've either sort of pushed back or they've just decided not to do new singles or anything. Whereas, yeah, to me that's a big shame because I feel like they could get a lot of, you know, a lot of attention right now mm. if they do. The yeah. Weeknd just released a new album. If you're into The Weeknd. Yeah, and Childish Gambino released a new album. Yeah. Also with the name Donald Glover as well, which is a bit confusing, but (laughs) he released it under both names. Yeah. Okay. And then books, articles. I'm still reading Girl, Woman, Other. I haven't been reading too much, which is a bit annoying, but Girl, Woman, Other is really good. I'm nearly nearly done with it. I know that Annika, who we have a book club, she finished it in like a week. So I annoyingly only read two books this month. But... Getting through it. <laughs> Fair enough. And I read an article on The Cut, which is very funny. The Cut? Yeah. What's that? It's a, it's a sort of online know. magazine type place. And it's very funny. It's called We All Have Zoom Hangovers. And they talk to their editors about what it's like to um, just have Zoom every day. And people talking about how now they don't know how to say no to Zoom hangouts because we're all not doing anything. Yeah, so, so it's like... You're online. You are technically available to speak to someone all the time. All the time. Yeah. So people expect to be able to just book a call with you, or not even book a call, but just, like, just have a call party you. with yeah. you, or drinks with you, or <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. Mm. Yeah, I can't can't say that I have enough friends for that to be a problem. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like all day during work, you're just on the phone to people all day. You Whereas, are. No, yeah, yeah, right. Because normally. You just um, you just kind of speak to them for the little things, but instead you're just constantly getting called about the little things. Yeah, we got a good tip from Angus just now. I just lie and say I already have a Zoom scheduled. So if you have that problem, Top you can tip. say that. Thanks, Angus. Now yeah. we know that we, if you don't want to chat to us... Yeah, you've, you've you... <laughs> outed yourself there. But that is still a good tip, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah there's good. no reason why you can't just say you're busy. That's true. You can still be busy even if you're at home, so... You can be watching a film. Yeah, you could be watching a (laughs) film or some other crucial activity. Yeah. Oh, Football Manager. That's been another massive drain on on my time. Football Manager. Yeah. I should keep playing The Sims. I stopped playing The Sims. (laughs) So, yeah, that's everything we've been doing, pretty much. That's a whole week of our lives has just been... Summed up. Summed up there. So, the main topic... Is gonna be it's gonna be food, and it's gonna be food in the context of the social distancing, quarantine, self isolation, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna refer to it as, whatever you're doing yourself. Yeah. Um, because I feel like everyone's it's something that ever, has changed for everyone in in one way or another, unless you were literally already at home all day every day. And we were really already thinking about doing something about cooking, but this is one on a great time to do it. Yeah, so we're going to start with some stats. <laughs> some facts. Some facts. Yeah, 
Do you want to start? Do you want to do the first fact? Only four in ten British people know more than nine recipes. And the top two of those recipes, which I wouldn't count, are sausages and mash and beans on toast. That's not a recipe. It's like recipes. (laughs) So, yeah, they're kind of dishes. Yeah, You know, they're not really... Like, beans on toast, the recipe is warm the beans, toast the bread. Put it. (laughs) Serve. (laughs) Plate. Yeah, Um, so it's just... It's kind of... Uh, it, it links to the next stat, which is mm. 40% of meals in the UK are consumed outside the home. Just people don't really cook. Right. So there was before I heard this stat, I was mystified. Because when, when, when you go to the supermarket, and I don't know if it's like this if you're in Mexico at the moment, to the same extent. Yeah. But basically anywhere in the UK right now, if you go or if you went a week at the supermarket, it was, it was packed. Like, it was ridiculous. And now you have to queue and it's fine because they're keeping people spaced out and you feel kind of fine about it. But half the shelves are just really low randomly and it's like mm-hmm. a random thing. It could just be sweet corn. It's just There's just no sweet corn or just some random ingredient is gone. There's no pasta, that's the thing. Yeah, there's no pasta. There's some things where there's just none of it anyway, like yeah. loo roll, pasta, that kind of thing. But I couldn't get my head around why this was happening and it's because... There has actually been a big increased need for Food. people to get stuff from the supermarket. Yeah. Because, yeah, basically almost half the time people are eating. It's, you know, it's at work, it's out for dinner, out for breakfast in some yeah, people's all those, cases. Yeah, all those pret sandwiches are now <laughs> cooked meals. Yeah, from 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 home. And also in Mexico, it's even a bigger... 58% of people in Mexico eat out at least once a week. And that's excluding the times that they order takeout. Okay. So, so it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's the same in Mexico. Like, there's a lot of people... Who just don't eat at home. So, right now, everyone's having to eat at home. Yeah. And we were also thinking about how cooking separates generations, because that's something that we talk about in this podcast a lot. Mm. And according to the MPD group, they're a, they're a group that talks about marketing, and they did this for food to be able to communicate what they want to communicate to certain generations so according to them uh they did a study and millennials want more control over what they eat and they want to be involved in the meals so they have like personalization things and that's like where all the subscription boxes come from that we're going to talk about in a sec and is they want to cook so millennials are more they cook a lot more at home than baby boomers so baby boomers eat out the most i guess that's partly because Baby boomers have more money because they're older. And also because they don't have their children at home anymore, so they can just go out, I think. That okay, was part yeah, of the MPD. Sense. That was part of the MPD investigation. But it it, it is kind of a trend that people are cooking at home more now. Mm. And it, obviously even more now to, due to coronavirus. But mm. that was a trend with younger people. So people cook... So it's weird, though, because when I think about people that don't know how to cook, it is people of all ages... Mm. Um, definitely. Yeah, that's mostly, true. Mostly, I'd say it's more. It's obviously more guys don't know how to cook. Mm. Would you say? Would you say the same with your? Not really. Your no, I think it's it's an even. It's even between guys and girls with my friends okay. who know how to cook and don't know how to cook. But yeah, it's like a bit as a wide stat. More millennials are cooking okay. than older generations. So we're all we're all at home. That, that's where that's where we've reached so far. <laughs> so what do you do? Either you got to make it yourself, or you order takeaway. So a lot of people in the UK have been saying, "Oh, you should order 
um, takeaway food from your local restaurants because they can't open, they're not allowed in the UK to open to, mm. to customers. Is that the same in Mexico at the moment? Um, can Keep, anyone restaurants answer allowed that? To open? No, I don't think they're allowed to yeah, open. Yeah, okay, so they're, they're all closed in in the UK, so yeah. everyone's saying, right, order from that place that you would normally go to, but Uber Eats, Delivery, which are the two biggest ones here, charge like 30 or 35% on mm. an order, and so most restaurants don't actually make any money off the orders and actually the business model is completely different anyway because they just they don't need the same staff they literally just need you know two chefs and someone to manage handing the orders out so it, it completely kind of changes what they're doing anyway um but yeah there's also just eat who charge restaurants a little bit less um so yeah that was interesting because a lot of people are saying oh just order food but yeah. also that's really expensive if you're young. And you you can yeah, you can obviously order directly from the restaurants now. But I guess yeah. as well, yeah. And you can or, get or yeah. Or you gotta you gotta cook at home. So we do that anyway. We do a lot. We've always you especially are like you have a bit more skill than I do, mm. would you say? No no uh, baking, not cooking. Okay. Yeah. I like cooking a lot, and so do you. So we we have always cooked, but a lot of people just don't enjoy cooking. Yeah, I would say it's the best option at this time, so <laughs> you might as well learn. You can get cookbooks. We have yeah. some good cookbooks. So what our top cookbooks, as in the cookbooks that we have, are, yeah. are the Roasting Tin. We, I think a lot of people have that one. That's a good one. And then there's a that's, vegetarian version of it. Yeah, that's, in my opinion, that's the best one. Yeah. You can have, obviously, if anyone has cookbooks, just let us know. As yeah, well. recommend them to us. Uh, but the roasting tin is 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 so easy and it's just really really good. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's good for everyone. I think it has stuff that everyone would like. Yeah. Um, in that one, and then the other one, everyone, I think everyone in Britain that has a cookbook has one by Jamie Oliver, at least. I had three um, at, in Mexico, really? at home in Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're again very easy to follow. So we've we've got five ingredients by Jamie Oliver, that's, and that's, that's really good. good because it's all the recipes have five ingredients, and he has he puts around another five that are essentials to have. Um, so you just get those, and then you can literally make all the recipes in the book if you just get the five ingredients. So it's very budget friendly. Yeah. The only thing is you need to make something else with the dishes a lot of the time, like a salad or something extra. Yeah, because he gives you a recipe, and it's just chicken with peanut butter and that's not a meal it's kind of yeah. more just it's like a nice thing to have yeah so you probably need like a salad on the side, which one. he does say on the intro to be fair <laughs> we also have posh toast which is it's a fun one to follow if you for lunch mm, that was that was a really popular christmas present to about two years ago for people in britain Mm. Uh, it was one of those books that just everyone was given and it has nice pictures and stuff so some of the ingredients are a bit hard to get hold of that's one to bear in mind yeah on the difficulty scale it's more buying the ingredients that's hard about that one than the actual cooking yeah and some that you wouldn't think but some of the posh toast recipes just toast with something they take an hour sometimes (laughs) so you need to plan before you start that Mm. but they do have really nice some of our nicest lunches have been from posh toast yeah, and I think that's actually, for us, the biggest challenge is lunch because I think a lot of people find this as well because mm. otherwise you just end up having a sandwich or a salad like oh, every day. day. Um, whereas for dinner, you know, hopefully you have a bit more idea of of what you're doing. This is different in Mexico as well, which is interesting because in Mexico, lunch is the big okay. one. Okay. 
So the difficulty is actually dinner, not lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's anyway, right. In Mexico, you, yeah, you have the big, lunch is the big meal. And then the other thing that we were going to mention briefly was subscription services, boxes yeah. where they deliver you a meal kit. Yeah. Um, which is is like so you got Gusto, Hello Fresh, and they basically deliver you the ingredients and then you make it yourself. Mm. Um, which is like good from a skills perspective, but expensive. It's very they're very expensive. We can't really justify getting them. We would love to. Yeah, they're like five pounds per serving. Yeah. So. I mean, it's cheaper than a restaurant. Cheaper than a restaurant. But it's more expensive than just buying the ingredients yourself. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, and also they're always really nice ingredients and nice meals. And you kind of, you do it, it's three times a week, so it's like £10, it's £30 a week. Yeah, you have to commit, with HelloFresh, you have to commit to like three meals a week from it. And also, most of them are out of stock at the moment. Oh, yeah. Because so many people are doing it, which is mad. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, one thing, one tip is to look at local, like, specialist food shops and delis and butchers and stuff like mm. that because they're all, you know, they're all trying to stay in business. They're all independent businesses and they're not getting a lot of people just walking in and walking past. Um, and, yeah, and they often do kind of, Things that they can deliver or hampers or sort of bundles of staple goods, which are, is something I've noticed recently. And that's quite nice because then you're getting it from somewhere local. And yeah. it's probably quite good quality. And you don't have to go to the supermarket and get coronavirus. Which is what, what you problem. don't want to do now. But yeah, there's a question as well with all of these things of so many people are using them now. Like millions of people are Googling just any kind of food. Subscription box right, food. Yeah. Any kind of food delivery. Yeah. And I wonder if it's sort of a permanent change that people are, are making. Do you think people will just not want to go to the supermarket anymore? So let's say, okay, let's, there's different kinds of people. Because if we tried it, we try a lot of things like that. We haven't, we haven't actually, we've, we've done them with my parents, but we've never done them <laughs> yeah, ourselves. So with us, we try a lot of things. But then if you're, old, let's say you're older and you're ordering shopping for the first time, do you reckon you keep doing that after yeah, this? Yeah, probably. I think... I think it, we, we were already turning to a lot of people just order online. I think about your parents. My mum orders online a lot. Mm. Like it's just kind of, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to start doing that. It's just so much more convenient, isn't it? If you if you have the money to pay for a cado, for example, you would just do that. Right, because I yeah, I feel like it's going to completely change the high street, and it's going to completely change. Yeah, just a lot of things. On the other hand, people will be super desperate to go out. Once mm. all of this is over, and they'll probably, I don't know, maybe for a bit, people will want to just be out and be shopping. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe people probably swarm the shops and then go back to being home. I don't know. I don't mm. really know. I think things like HelloFresh and stuff, they probably will stick because if people have got a new subscription, they probably just keep paying for it and just stay home instead mm. of going out to a restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, it's something I'm definitely looking out for. And it's something to think like something to think about if you're ordering or if you're just whether you're gonna keep doing it or not. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's good for a lot of businesses, but for a lot of it, I don't know. I don't know what it means. <laughs> but I think it's gonna change more business models than people's individual behaviours because if you're a business and you've had to 
quickly rustle up a delivery service, you probably will think we should actually do that just in case another crisis happens. Like, I think yeah. it's going to switch business models a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then that will make more people kind of aware of it. Yeah. As well. But yeah, hopefully there'll be uh, some restaurants left for in because you yeah, never know, right? Because be. it could t- it could this could last like one month or it could last. Probably oh, you two, mean probably, like because they go right, broke. right? Because yeah, it could okay. be two. It's probably going to be two months, but then it could be. What if it has to keep happening for like six months or a year? Yeah, I mean, hopefully there will be restaurants <laughs> left. Yeah. Or they'll open up again. That's I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Anyway, this has got really cool. deep into into food industry that we don't <laughs> we don't know that much about it if you do please do let us know awesome. uh so i thought we would talk about some things that you can try out and bake from home or cook from home yeah bread seems to be the go-to now but can't for the life of us find bread flour yeah it's, all out. it's so annoying because everyone's trying to make their own bread so yeah. you can't buy it it is really fun to make bread though so and you have if you have the time because you're home because it the thing about bread is it takes at least four or five hours to make so you never make it because you're never home for that long mm. but now that you can it's a good it's really fun to make bread and you feel really proud of yourself when you make it yeah so you've done nice. it a couple of times yeah and it turned out well yeah turned out nice so uh also you can make that tasty tasty recipe that you've had saved on facebook that you've never made so when you put tasty did you mean tasty the oh page. tasty tasty the page yeah 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 Sorry. yeah yeah because because people probably do have a lot of like random stuff saved on facebook yeah really. like tasty or those like those buzz other buzzfeed recipe type yeah exactly things uh we've got a recommendation from shanti you can buy chapati flour from asian supermarkets and make roti and naan. that's a great that's recommendation a yes because there's no bread flour in big supermarkets so that's a really good idea make Thank something you. different yeah that's a very good idea. We should do that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that now. Thanks, Shani. Uh, yeah, ta- I mean, Taste of the Page and all those pages. People mm. save those videos and literally never make them. So you can now, actually yeah, try that out. Now's the time. Yeah. You could do some baking from that, just general baking. Yeah. You have Mary Berry recipes are great. Um, or if you like videos, my favorite is Cupcake Gemma. If you like YouTube videos like following along mm. and there's this guy called byron talbot he doesn't just do baking he does cooking as well but he's so easy to follow and super professional and is really nice to watch as well all of this again on the episode notes when we upload the podcast yeah oh and the other thing which i just thought of is making your own sauces whereas if you're because if you're like if you're not very good at cooking or you're just you know not don't normally take the time then you tend to just kind of buy sauce and a it's actually hard to buy a lot of sauces right now as in your sort of pestos even curry sauces and stuff like that are quite sold out so it's good to just buy nice ingredients and just look up a few that you can sort of rustle up and Um, make them from scratch yeah i think that's a good idea as well i think something good that will come out of this people are going to learn how to cook something hopefully something more than pasta i hope people aren't just Literally having pasta, and that's what they're out. I hope, I hope people are learning the digestive system. Yeah, exactly. Well. Also, I think, um, yeah, I think it's like combined with what we were talking about last week with online courses and stuff like that. Hmm. A lot of people will be taking cooking lessons virtually and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. In combination with oh, having the that. time, we should do that. Yeah, that'd be fun for sure. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That was it for our list. So we went through subscription services, things to try out, cookbooks takeaways 
and just the general trend of cooking now and what yeah. sort of millennials and Gen Sears? Gen Zers? Yeah, Gen Zers are doing. Which is, is it's interesting. There's a lot of interesting articles on that that I read that I can leave in that below about how um like the silent generation is so different to like baby boomers even on how they cook and it's very interesting. So I can leave leave that link. Yeah. It was a, a Guardian article, so I'll leave that link. Nice. On the episode notes. Awesome. Cool. Well thanks to everyone who watched on Mexi Clothing, on um Natalia's Instagram. Maybe we should do it on yours next time. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should mix it up and do it on mine. Um next week. And thanks everyone for listening who's listened back to us. Um thank you Angus, thank you Shanti who've just sent some messages for that. That was really, really kind. Um and yeah, we'll be back with another episode in a week, I suppose. Yeah. Um if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, we're both on both on Instagram, so I'm at Fraser D. Bell. And I'm at underscore Natalia Alvin. And we got got a new email address? Yeah, the Avocado Social Club at gmail.com. Thanks so much, everyone, and goodbye until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>